Hello there and welcome to the Pint-Sized Healing Podcast. My name is Max Thompson, let's get started. Hey guys, um, this is the first time that I actually have um, a special guest with me on the podcast. Uh, Christine Judd is uh, joining me and she's a holistic business manager, an author, a yoga teacher and a Lumi Lumi practitioner. Her journey through depression has led her to explore various different treatment approaches from the medical to the woo-woo and she's launching a podcast later this year called Living Through the Hard Stuff in which she will explore depression through the eyes of different holistic traditions and she'll be sharing her tips and tricks on how she manages to ride the waves of depression through her daily activities her spiritual practices and other techniques and welcome christine because i just blew that bio in there and today uh you're joining me as well to talk about self-care which is where um where we're focusing our attention this month and um to talk about that from your background and your experiences thank you so much for having me it's great to be here and talk about this because it's so important and i i really do believe that it's it's one of the most important things we can do for ourselves so yeah as we were saying before we started uh recording the podcast as well without that sort of level of self-care it becomes really hard to actually do a lot of healing if you don't consider your own needs um in all the various ways that they come up um, you know, from the physical to the spiritual to the emotional. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Like, I mean, if, you know, if you don't look after yourself there, you know, and I know there's dates when it's really hard to do. Um, but those are the days when it's really important. Um, but it might look different to dates when you're feeling better. Yeah. yeah, I think as well, because we think of self-care and, and uh, so often as, you know, just, I don't know, bubble baths and, um, I don't know, maybe ice cream, (laughs) ice cream in front of Netflix or something, but you know, there's so many aspects to it and there's so many really small ways in which you can actually make the day a little bit better. Um, even when it started off as quite a, a grim day, or maybe you're, you've been quite triggered or, you know, those kind of things, you can do really small things sometimes just to push you over that little um little know. hurdle to kind of get yes. better hurdle. Yeah, that's the word. the word thanks yeah <laughs> <laughs> for sure like i mean for me um i mean the bubble bath for me is always helping i have to say uh, and i've started actually making that a little ritual um on a weekly basis um to make sure i get my time in a dark actually in a dark bathroom with only candles um and a book um but you know it was on a day-to-day basis, if I'm having a bad day, um, now thankfully I do have my dog who kind of forces me out actually. So um, whereas I know it's hard, but the, the walk um, with him in the morning or even just having to let him outside the back door um, and making a cup of tea has really kind of saved me and, you know, through a lot of times um, when I really wasn't well and I really couldn't really do anything. But because he was there and I had to do it, 
you know, it kind of did give me a little bit of a hurdle and, you know, get, get me over that hurdle of like getting up. Cause that's usually the most difficult thing mm. um, I find to kind of, you know, <clears throat> once you are up, it's a little bit easier, but kind of that initial act of getting up. Yeah. I found that when you're in the depth of it, it's just the most difficult thing to do. Um, I think pets in general actually are good for that. I mean, I don't have a dog, but I do have a cat and I still have to get up because, you know, she needs food. And sometimes it, it's then easier to have to care for, for someone else. Yeah, for sure. Um, but also then I found that, you know, if I, if I manage to get up and get a cup of tea um, and just sit, right, without having the expectation. And I think that's the problem that we have, or I have anyway, that, you know, suffering from depression is we have so much expectation on ourselves that we need to function. And well, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? I should be able to do this or that. And I've been really trying to practice kind of, I suppose, loving kindness, but also kind of just being recognizing was like, hey, I got up this morning, I made a tea, and I managed to get a sh- take a shower. That's like a good day. That's a win, you know? Um, so for me, yeah. And also I've, what I found is actually music. Um, on really bad days, if I start putting on music, even while I'm still lying in bed, uh, and, you know, there are a lot of days or there, you know, during difficult times that I don't get up until, I don't know, one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon because I just can't. But I found that if I start putting on music, it does trigger something in me to, it triggers my senses. Mm-hmm. Um, and that alone for me is self-care to kind of like, okay, well, it's fine. I'm lying in bed here, but that's okay. And I'm just listening to music and, you know, that kind of, I found because it, it accesses a different area of your brain uh, that's not affected by the brain fog, by the, you know, depression, that it, it does take you out of things. Yeah. It kind of gets you out of that little bubble of, of feeling bad, doesn't it? For sure. Yeah. It kind of breaks through that wall a little bit. And that's, you know, and that's really what you need to do. And like you say, as well, like, I know that this is true for survivors as well. We say this so often, like, I should be doing better. I should have healed more or, you know, and we beat ourselves up even for things like, you know, not being physically well, having the flu and not having been able to, you know, finish our to-do list. Um, and we and we sit there and we say, oh, you know, I've, I've, I've been so bad or it's been such a bad week. And I'm like, well, you fought off the flu, so that's a win. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's... Yeah. There's so much, I think we forget the little wins sometimes. For sure. And I've been, you know, and I've made a point. um, So I started actually an Instagram account um, where I find something beautiful or something that I'm grateful for every day. Now, I don't always manage it every day, but I try to kind of do it as much as I can. And there was a time when I really did it every day. Um, and it really does help to kind of shift our, our mind a little bit and kind of look at, well, okay, well, what am I grateful for today? And some days it's, well, I got up and took a shower, you know, and it's re- I think it's rewiring our brain slightly to kind of, because when we're in these situations, we can't function like, like, you know, air, 
air quotes kind of normal people right yeah. it's and we forget that uh, depression is an illness hmm. it's not something i choose it's not something that i you know um want it but it is there right so um I think it's really important to kind of recognize that and kind of recognize the little things and notice. Um, and even purely by doing that, I found that that even in itself is self-care, right? Because you're like, well, I'm starting to like notice like, oh, wow, there's like beautiful sunshine just coming through my window right now. Exactly. Um, you know? Yeah. And it just, I don't, I do it the same um, in terms of journaling, like every, night I just write like maybe three or four lines just really quickly um the good things that happened that day because if you're only going to write two lines about a day you're not you don't want to remember the stupid things that happened um so so you yeah, automatically true. kind of write about oh this really cool thing happened and sometimes it's like um actually yesterday was a really stupid day um for me um and then but then it ended with me um, meeting up with some friends on Skype. And that was amazing because I hadn't spoken to, to them for a while. So then that becomes what you write down as that happened that day. And all the stupid stuff with all the admin and the house that wasn't as clean as I would have wanted it to be and all that kind of, you know, the daily yeah. drag. The daily grind. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't really come into that so much. And so you focus on, oh, but I had a really nice time talking to my friends on Skype, you know, and it just kind of changes the way, um, uh, the way you think about the day. And also yeah, thinking about it is this, or doing the Skype call is obviously, um, you know, self-care connecting with your friends, but so is thinking about it and just kind of being aware that that was a good thing that helped that made you feel better. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and um, I was, like I was saying earlier to you, um, you know, I've had a massive kind of busy kind of two weeks and, you know, I've let my self-care slip because everything else was more important. Everyone else was more important, which is also very much of a, I suppose, um, symptom of the illness to some extent because we are, you know, we don't want to be a burden to anyone else. So we, we do it all and, you know, we're trying to do it all, but um so, you know, that now I'm kind of like, okay, well, it's time to kind of stay, take a step back again and like look after myself and, you know, just, you know, even play five minutes with my dog or, you know, I've, actually one thing I did today for myself with self-care is I put an incense on that I bought in Bali last year. So that kind of brought me right back to, you know, the beautiful place and the beautiful kind of thing. And that just lightened up my day, you know. It's, ni it's nice to have kind of that... Um, uh, uh, like good memories ready, ready waiting for you. There's, um, yeah. I did a post at some point about, about doing a, I'll, I'll make sure there's a link in the description um, of the podcast. There's a, I did a post to our website at some point of doing a positivity portfolio and it's just the act of, you know, maybe finding a shoebox or something and filling it with things that have good memories attached to them so that when you're having a really bad day, you can grab the shoebox and just go through it and be reminded of the nice things that, you know, you've a postcard from someone or, you know I mean? Those kind of good memories. Um, I love that idea. That's and amazing. to yeah. just have a little box of positivity sitting there just in case you need it. Um, 
and obviously, I mean, the process itself is a lot of fun as well, but it's such a nice little, all right, there is good things. Um, yeah. Although the whole, the whole positivity kind of thing, I find quite difficult because, you know, for me, actually recognizing that, okay, today is a crap day is a good thing. Right. And I don't, we're not always positive. Right. No, 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 no. I mean, there's a whole, you know, I think there is nowadays, there's a whole kind of movement of like, you know, positive thinking and just think positive and, you know, and it makes me really mad because it was like, all the, all the, you know, if, if you're using positivity as a way to repress all the more complicated stuff, because I don't like even calling it the negative stuff. It's just, it's just harder. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, it's not about you know you have to feel all these things as well um so no it, it definitely uh positive thinking when it comes when it comes in the form of trying to repress everything else is to be honest just gonna bite you in the bum later on because that dark stuff's still there and it's gonna come up at some point if you don't but deal you- with it yeah, and that's you know that's actually partly the reason why I I, I want to bring the stuff out that I I am going to bring out later in the year mm-hmm. because you know social media kind of like only shows ever the good stuff. Yeah, Do you know, like it's never the struggles that people have. It's never the bad days that people have. It's always just you know, oh look at me here, you know, I'm happy and you know, so that I find really can really get to me. Um, and I know to other people as well, it's like, well, everyone's life is perfect and mine is crap. Well, well actually, I, it's I, not. I, exactly. <laughs> and I think as well, this is something that I had a discussion with um, our very own Carrie about this. So I, I can't even remember what had happened to her. I think it had something to do with mowing the lawn, I think. But something completely mundane anyway and uh, she was having a a freak out about it because something had gone wrong and uh, she was just like oh I'm so stupid for not being able to deal with this and 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 she brought it into that kind of I'm always going to be a survivor and I can't deal with things right and I says but this is just something that happens to people right that's just you know sometimes something goes wrong I had the same um, when we moved into our current house on the first day, we locked ourselves out by leaving the key on the inside of the door, right? Which is silly, but it's just one of those things that happen. And even just the act of realizing that that could happen to anyone that has nothing to do with, you know, who you are or whether you're having, whether you have PTSD or whatever, um, it just happens. It's just, that's just what happens in life sometimes. And just realizing that sometimes is the act of self-care. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, yes, like just talking about yesterday, actually, you know, um, I left the house and left my like front door wide open for hours of the day. Cause I was just so ditzy and I just, you know, that is the exact so- opposite of what I did. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I was totally out of it. And, you know, my husband called me later. I was like, where are you? And I was like, what do you mean he's like well the door is open (laughs) you know so but I was kind of like oh well you know that's just you know I've I've I actually didn't beat myself up over it now that you're saying that I was like I was like oh yeah sure I was just ditzy like you know it's just it happens full moon it was like super full moon yesterday so it was like I'll just you know it was the moon it was me being ditzy so you know And, and that's the thing, like, and everybody, regardless of who they are, what their background is, what their story is, is going to sometimes do something silly or, 
or forget that their food was in the oven or, you know, whatever it is that we've screwed up for that day because that's just how life works. And um, yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah. But I think when you're, you know, it's, it's, it's a process of learning that that's the case. Cause if, yes. you know, if you're in that kind of mindset of, and space of like, everything's hard and everything is my, you know, cause for me, depression has like a, a sense of like, everything is my fault. Everything, you know, like I'm, such a burden to everyone else I'm such a you know nuisance why can I not do these things that other people can do absolutely you know and kind of talking about self-care you know getting that awareness again is a massive step and it takes yes. right and it, it takes loving kindness to yourself and kind of little baby steps to kind of get there you know so if I say anything to your listeners I'd be like you know be kind to yourself and you know it is hard and you know you're gonna trip up but every day little bits and pieces and you know it's it's gonna it's gonna get better you know definitely and I think as well like sometimes the win is um you know reaching out to other people who know the feeling or just other people um because you know I we get sometimes people who are in our Facebook group and are just kind of venting or ranting about you know, the things that they're struggling with, um, just doing that is a big win because oh, you're yeah. reaching out. Do you know what I mean? Like everything that can get you out of the bubble of feeling bad, everything that kind of pokes through that wall is great, is a win, is self-care. Yeah. And I think, you know, having a group like that around you and like the support there and kind of, and it doesn't necessarily mean then as well that you're, you need a response right it's just a pure act of like well now it's out exactly right? uh it, it's out there it's no longer in me it's no longer eating me up it's it's out there and it doesn't necessarily mean a res need a response from anyone but it's literally just the act of yeah just getting it out there yeah i i once did um uh onboarding training when i worked um for a big multinational and the, the trainer said at some point like when you think of your mood as a little balloon uh, and someone says something uh, nasty to you says, it only takes a little prick to to burst your bubble right and um but <laughs> but um but the same is kind of true for if you're in a in that kind of negative headspace, which also I often feel like it's kind of a bubble that you're in, right? You're kind of disconnected from everything and everyone. Um, it only, it, just a little prick can burst that bubble. I love that actually. That's a really good analogy. Like it's, you know, and it's a little thing that kind of bubbles it over as well. You know, it's like the little thing of like, yeah, like locking yourself in that could spiral you over, right? Exactly. Um, but I think kind of, the more you start looking after yourself and it's not selfish to do by the way, uh, which we always think that it is, but it's not, you know, it's, it's a necessity and you can't, you can't be your best self for anyone else around you. Um, if you are not your best self for yourself. Well, it's the, it's the same reason as why they tell you in the plane to put on your own oxygen mask first. You know, you can't yeah. help anyone while you're suffocating, really. Yeah. I mean, exactly. that's maybe a little bit gruesome, but yeah, that's <laughs> the reasoning. Bad, but you know, um, so. yeah, so it's, you know, and, and 
I mean, self-care is talked about a lot in, you know, like you said, it's, you know, often kind of associated with bubble bath or getting massage or, you know, going to the spa or something. But it really is the little things like, and for me, that's, you know, a good cup of tea, um, smell, um, you know, putting an incense on, putting a good song on and just throwing a ball for my, for my dog. It's just, you know, at the moment, all that I need. And it's honestly, I think pets are some of the best self-care that that's available. I mean, and they are so good at it as well. I mean, or at least, I don't know, but my cat seems very good at self-care. Yeah, you see, I actually, so it was my dog's a rescue and, you know, he has come from a very, very bad background. Yeah. Um, And purely me having to show up for him exactly made a huge difference and then seeing that unconditional love eventually coming back from him it's just amazing it's amazing yeah we rescued ours ours as well um and it's funny because uh, we've had it for about a year and a half now and i had a really bad ptsd episode like literally sobbing in the middle of a restaurant type mm. ptsd episode and after um after Stuart had kind of coaxed me back to life a little bit, um, he said, you know what, we're going to pick up a cat tomorrow because I don't want you to be alone in the house all the time. Mm. Um, and just having an, another heartbeat around helps. Do you know Absolutely. Because I mean? it's life, right? It's life. Exactly. And it's, the, it's the cuddles as well, right? It's like the, the connection, I think. And because they're, they're so non-judgmental. Exactly. And when you can kind of feel yourself getting sucked into that negative space, that kind of darker area, you can just stop whatever you're doing and just sit next to them and they'll just sit there and cuddle into you. And that's that. That's And actually my dog will come up to me. Like he knows. Oh, yes. Exactly. My cat he, does that too. He knows exactly when I'm not well and he literally comes up to me like snuggling up and, you know, like. Exactly. They pick up know. on it so yeah, quickly. Sure. So, so, yes. Like, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily obviously recommend anyone get a dog or anyone, you know, but like at the same time, if you have the facilities, if you have exactly. all that. Exactly. You know. Well, that's the thing. Like I, I put off getting a cat for a long time as well, because I always said, like, I want to be able to, you know, if anything happens to just be able to pay for a vet visit on, and for a long time, that wasn't an option. It's not so yeah. much the food at the vet, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that is the cause. But yeah, if you're in a position where you can, pets are hugely healing. Yeah, um, and, and it doesn't have to be a, a dog. It could be a cat. Well, it's a little bit easier. But also, or or a rabbit. Also there are services out there, right? And that was before I could get one, and before I mm. could get a dog, um, I got a service that's called Borrow My Doggy, and you know, you connect with people in your area who need help with their animals because they're working and stuff like that. Oh, that's so brilliant. I after, yeah, I looked after a dog for a long time and, you know, we just, she just came to me and we just hung out and went for a walk. Like timeshare dogs, that's so yeah. handy. Yeah, it's, it is very, it's a very good kind of, you know, thing to do because I couldn't have a dog for a long time, you mm. know, because I didn't have the space and, you know, the time and stuff. So, um, well, and when we didn't have pets as well, sometimes I would just go to the petting zoo. Just because yeah. hanging out with animals, I just find is so nice because like you say, their energy is totally chilled out and so non-judgmental and just standing and petting a sheep can just be really quite calming to the nerves. Totally. So, you know, that's kind of, and to be honest, that's kind of 
you know, that's my go-to really to kind of, you know, self-care is like, well, I'm just going to drop everything now. And I don't, you know, I don't have to do anything right now, but be present with, you know, him and just, you know, exactly. they fetch or, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, on that note, let's, uh, let's wind it up. I think the conclusion that we can draw from this conversation is that self-care is often in the small things and that both of us are animal lovers. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So I don't trust any non-animal lovers in all fairness. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right no, christine kidding. thanks so much for joining me and, and of course when your podcast comes out we'll make sure that um we will share those details with um with our audience as well and uh, we look forward to hearing more about how you cope with some of the darker stuff or the darker days thank you so much for having me it was such a such a fun thing to do and um you know i do hope that i was able to kind of help with, you know, getting self-care out there. I hope so too. Thank you so much. <laughs>